This is Find Your Dream Job, the podcast that helps you get hired, have the career you want, and make a difference in life. I'm your host, Mac Pritchard. I'm also the founder of MagsList. It's a job board in the Pacific Northwest that helps you find a fulfilling career. Every Wednesday, I talk to a different expert about the tools you need to find the work you want. Nonprofits aren't the only employers in the social change business. Certified benefit corporations, or B Corps, are private companies that strive to make the world a better place. Here to talk about why you should work for a B Corp and how to do it is Kathleen Everett. Kathleen is the Client and Business Relations Director at Bully Welch. It's a B Corp that offers recruiting, staffing, and executive search services. She joins us today at the MaxList Studio in Portland, Oregon. Kathleen, let's start at the beginning. What is a B Corp exactly? Well, that's a good question, and I can tell you that when Bully Welch engaged in a B Corp, it really was something that we had to kind of learn about as well. It's a long process, but it's you know it's it's about an organization that is willing to do the work because it takes a lot to to, to kind of fulfill the requirements. Um, it's about sustainability. It's about loyalty, transparency. Um, it's really about kind of reshaping the workplace, and I think that we, um, you'll find that there's now about 2,500 B Corps started in 2006, and um, it's something that you'll find on a company's website with a, it's a B with a circle on it. Okay, and how is a B Corp uh, exactly different from uh, an ordinary private company or a nonprofit? Well, it's 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 not a nonprofit. It can be actually a for-profit company. So that's the part. It's really the I think from a top-down approach, you're really looking at a lot of the, the owners or founders, um, really thoughtfully putting together what they want their impact and transparency with their employees and and oftentimes their customers. The good thing is, is that I think you'll find B Corps will transcend across all types of businesses. And that's the part that I found find fascinating, is that you'll see food and beverage professional services, manufacturing, engineering, all kinds of different companies. I'm glad you brought that up because I can imagine when people hear social change or Mm -hmm. mission-driven, they're thinking, oh, this must be a social service organization or a for-profit contractor that helps people with disabilities, for example. But is that not the case, Kathleen? You're totally right, Mac. It's not. It's actually companies that are across a wide spectrum. And so I even find it interesting, if I were going to look for a job, I would definitely want to kind of put that on my checklist of, you know, who they are, what they are, and make sure that I this may be something that I would want to to, to you know apply for a job for. You mentioned that B Corps are for profit entities, yep. uh, so they're managing for the bottom line, but they're managing for more than one bottom line, aren't they? They really are. They're kind of the kind of that triple approach of um, wanting to make sure that their employees, their clients, their customers, everybody is kind of really kind of thoughtfully involved in the process. And so they're not a nonprofit. So you really have to kind of get away from that from that kind of thinking. And so I think if you're looking for a job to do some work, and if you really just even go to the B Corps website, you can find out a lot of information about who they are, what they are. And the triple bottom line, that's about profit, but it's also about environmental and mm-hmm. community standards, isn't it? Very much community standards. So I think, you know, I think one of the things that we hear about now is companies are no longer bad or good. I think we have to get away from companies just really being thoughtful in, in so many of these aspects. And so that triple bottom line really makes sense. And I think so often because we see so many different candidates, when we introduce them to even what they are and we say, go off on your merry way to kind of see what a B Corp is, they're kind of fascinated. And so this is why this is a really good opportunity for somebody looking at both, I know it's big here in Oregon, but looking at nationally what a B Corps is, I think it's just an eye-opener. 
And I want you mentioned earlier there was it about twenty five hundred? Yeah, I believe right. so. And is that across the United States or across the world? You know, I looked. I, I did check this out. I believe it's across the United States. Okay. Um, I was on the website even earlier, just making sure that my my I was accurate. Okay, and it's it's so it's not just in Oregon or the Pacific Northwest. This is a national, very much so, phenomenon. and that's the part that and it's growing quite a bit. I think in Oregon there was probably a lot of early adopters. I think they found it kind of especially the social change part, and you know it's it's very much about inclusion and, and um, equity. Uh, but I think you'll find that. All kinds of companies and in all pockets of the country are really adapting and understanding what a what a what a B Corps is versus a benefit corps. You work for a staffing and executives recruitment firm. Uh, I bring this up because you talk to job seekers all the time. And do you find Kathleen? And I know you mostly serve clients in the for profit sector. Uh, do you find that the job seekers you work with, uh, who get positions with the clients you serve, how important is meaning in their work to them? That's a really another great question. I think across the board, I think it's very important. I think when we we see so many candidates, I also deal with clients, so I deal with both spectrums. They're both equally important. And they're both very important. Um, but when candidates are really doing their search and and really trying to learn about the companies that are out there, because oftentimes B corps are, are maybe smaller tiered companies that you might not be aware of, um, but. But understanding the value of who's making the decisions, how transparent they are, are they creating, are they truly creating a culture of community? And all those things really roll up to, I think, additional intrigue for candidates. Oftentimes they're, they, it piques their interest to the point they're like, wow, I need to kind of go back and do some more research. I'm like, yeah, you kind of do because you've just missed probably a huge opportunity of companies that you would never even have known about that are right in line with maybe some of your interests. Could you give us examples of the kinds of B Corps that you work with? I, I know many of these examples are in Oregon, but I expect they they hold true across the United States. Are we talking about grocery stores? Well, obviously, uh, there are grocery stores that we work with. I'll tell you even um, one that these, again, are B Corps. These are B Corps. Now, right. and they we actually deal with both nonprofit and for-profit companies, in big and small. So I think we are a nice microcosm of a wide spectrum of clients. Um, one that's interesting here that's right in the Northwest is um, Northwest Permanente, which is a division of Kaiser. They are a B Corp, and I don't think very many people even know that they are. And often, t- it's just a big company. It's in the medical field. It's dealing with a lot of doctors. They pre- Provide dental services, I think. Don't actually, they? that's the actually the 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 Permanente Northwest Permanente is actually the hub for the for where the uh, the doctors actually all they actually manage the all. The, okay, so it's in the healthcare. It's in healthcare, yeah. Right. And so sometimes people didn't realize that, and I think that's a large organization, but they can manage if they can manage these expectations. It really shows you that it's not just a company of twenty five people. That's a B Corp. That's pretty easy to kind of do. Um, they also, if you not a B Corp is not for everybody, and. There's some thought process with that as well. I want to talk about that. I just want to complete painting that picture yep. of of the opportunities that are available because I I know uh, sometimes people hear about B Corps and they think, oh, this is a small consulting operation or just a few positions. Uh, but in your when you look at the community here in Oregon mm-hmm. and across the region. You see big employers like Kaiser. Yeah, exactly. And there's also food and be- like, there's food and beverage employers. There's manufacturing, which is more manufacturing getting into it, which can be a challenge because of the requirements that you have to fill. The other thing is you need to know, which is I think really important, is that a B Corps. Um, once you are B Corps, it doesn't mean that you don't have to have checks and balances. You have to continually report, and you it's not something that does this rubber rubber stamp. In other words, so that makes sure that your leaders still 
are maintaining transparency, community, and diversity, if you will, as well. Okay, so mission-driven organizations, there's regular recertifications. I think it's a two-year cycle. That's correct. Right. And I, I should share, uh, yeah. not only is Bully Welch a B Corp, but so is MaxList, yes. which is the producer of this podcast. And uh, like your organization, we're driven by a mission, too, to make hiring uh, more humane. Right. And I think sometimes, and I think you just used the word mission-driven. I do think mission-driven is probably a doctrine in all companies. I don't think it's always, one, it's not the kind of the um, the main premise of a B Corp because people think, oh, it's just a mission-driven organization. That's not it because of the fact that it's being in- inclusive and sustainable and kind of, like I said, really reshaping workplaces on multiple platforms. And that's, that's, that's how we participate in it as well. And I know... You know this, and I do, because we've gone through the recertification process at, at MaxList. When you you get certified, what happens is you look at the business processes of the company yeah. and it, with the eye towards making them more sustainable mm-hmm. environmentally uh, and more um, community-focused. Mm-hmm. And for uh, managers and uh, employers... Can you talk about some of the benefits of being a B Corp and how that helps with the company's operations? You know, that's, that's also interesting because I think we do it now automatically, meaning that we have ways of creating sustainable practices, um, you know, health and wellness in the workplace and diversity. So we have team, even though we're, we're an organization of about 45 people, because that's part of the B Corp doctrine, we are allowing our individual employees to find out what they particularly really like and have a passion for, and it could also be community and volunteerism, and help lead those efforts. So they are supported from the top down, but because they're they're always changing, so nothing's kind of in place, it's a pretty dynamic opportunity. The interesting part about that is candidates to understand that from a B Corp, you could really be involved in an organization, or let's say you, you apply or interview with an organization that's a B Corp, it would open your it would just open up an idea of doing more than just your skill set. And I think that's what we have found even at Bowley Welch is that we continually are evolving and adding new ways to participate in, in the B Corp doctrine. Well, let's talk about people who are looking for work. Mm-hmm. Why should they consider working at a B Corp? What are the benefits of doing that? Well, Kathleen? I don't want to take it take it for granted, but I do meet people every day that don't know anything about it. Now, that's okay. That's why we're here. And that's why I think as a recruiter, and because we deal with so many different companies on a regular basis, our job is to help really educate a candidate to say, have you ever thought about this company? This is the reasons why I like this company. And a B Corps is just one of them. It can be other things as well. That's okay. But I think to not do your research and either go on to the website of what a B Corps is, as well as the company itself and their website to see how much they can they promote their B Corps practices. Because sometimes it'll be pretty quiet. You may have to do your own research. I just think you're selling you're really selling yourself short of the opportunity if you interview in a cover letter, I mean, let's be honest, you need to find the passion of what what links you to that organization, maybe even more than just the skill set that you're offering. And I think when you connect those dots, you're really a better candidate. So let's talk about that. But I, I want to step back. And yep. again, if you're a candidate and you're considering two companies, yep. you're equally excited about both, what's going to make the B Corp uh, different? What in, in the view of the candidate are the, is the B Corp going to do something different for its employees? Is it the emphasis 
um, that triple bottom line that's going to make it stand out? Well, because I work for one, I guess I'll be a little biased here, but I do think the opportunity as we as, as, as potentially employees or candidates, I think that transparency is a, is a big one. What does transparency mean to you, Kathleen, in a B Corp? I think transparency really means all those practices of how they hire how they share their profitability. I mean, are they really going to share with you some of the mistakes they make? And that's one of the also the B Corp doctrines is when they don't do something right, will they share that with you? Yes, that is the goal of a B Corp. Okay, so if you're an employee at a B Corp, you're mm-hmm. going to know what the you're going to understand the finances of the company and what what the numbers are. Yep, you really, really, really will. And I think you'll understand the direction of the organization. I mean, let's be honest, you're not going to know everything. Not every leader has to share everything. But I think if you are really looking at a company and if you were to have, and we do this all the time, when a candidate has, let's say, two really viable positions or interests, let's say one could be interests of companies or let's say they've made it to, let's say, the final round of of an opportunity – and in this job market, that could be the case. But um, looking at a B Corps oftentimes is kind of a is is a is a test for them as far as where they can give back on the day to day work, as well as as what they can enjoy about the company long term, even in their after hours. Okay, so there are opportunities to contribute to the community that you'll find at a B Corp. You might not find at other companies. You mentioned transparency and mm-hmm. finances. What does transparency in hiring mean? Well, I think we're moving in those directions. I I wouldn't say every company at a B Corp is my point. Yeah. Yes, at a B Corp, and I think even in a B Corp, still, I mean, what's really interesting is a B Corp. You do get regular updates and information how to be a better B Corp, and one of them lately has continually been the, is how to be a is an employer that brings in diversity and being inclusive to your workforce. They help educate you. They really help you kind of give you the additional tools in the toolbox. And we're you know we're that we're that organization that does it. But even us, I think we really do take the advice of what the B Corps um, experience may be that's working for B Corps across. And these are and the interesting part of this is it, it, it applies to all types of businesses, not just professional services. Okay. I want to take a break. And when we come back, Kathleen, I want to talk about how to find B Corps when you're looking for work and what you might do differently as a candidate when you apply for positions mm-hmm. at these companies. So stay with us. We're talking with Kathleen Everett. She's the client and business services uh, director at Bully Welch. And we're talking about why you should work for a B Corp and how to do it. Values matter to hiring managers at a B Corp, and so do results. When you interview for a job at a B Corp, you can expect to get behavioral questions. These are designed to get examples of how you've tackled the challenges an employer faces. Do you know how to answer a behavioral question? We have a free guide that can help. It's called 100 Behavioral Interview Questions You Need to Know. Download your copy today. Go to maxlist.org slash questions. You'll get a list of the most common behavioral questions. You'll also learn a four-part strategy you can use to answer any of them. Go to maxlist.org slash questions. It's free. You'll impress a manager at a B Corp if you've researched and understand the company's values and mission. But you also need to show what you can do for the firm. A good response to a behavioral question describes the results you produce for past employers. Do you know how to put together such an answer? Go to maxlist.org slash questions. Now, let's get back to the show. We're back in the MaxList studio. I'm talking with Kathleen Everett. Kathleen, before the break, we were talking about 
the benefits of working for a B Corp and how B Corps are different from uh, other private companies. Let's talk about how to find these companies and what candidates might do differently when applying for positions. Um, so are there? I, I, let's start with the research. How do you find a B Corp? Well, this is the part, hopefully somebody's got a great takeaway. You can go right to the B Corp website, and it does an awesome job of really giving you the list of companies by geography and interest. And so you can, which I have done because I want to see who my other partners are and what they look like, really see the B Corps that you would never know otherwise. And you can and see what they do, the company, and start your research that way. So we're... Uh, there's, I know there's a national site. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you also find B Corps outside of the United States by visiting this website? I believe so, but I'm I mean, actually that's a good question, Mac. I'm not totally sure. It's okay, yeah. uh, but I I do know that yeah. as I know you do that it's a, a global movement. Yep. So these companies are can be found in many other countries besides the United States. So once you get that list, what do you recommend people do next in terms of figuring out? whether it might be a good fit or not. Well, how, how should they re- further research those companies? The other good thing is, is on their website as well, gives a real good orientation of what a B Corp is. So you can, there's a quick, great question and answers. It's well-written. The website's clear, simple, concise. So just to, like we do all research, you can kind of just do some really quick and down dirty research on what it is and why it might be of interest. And that really, it it's for me, it piques my interest. And it, it, once you see some companies that you like, and I would also... Maybe pick some companies that are just ones that you don't even know anything about. Go to their website, connect the dots, and see if they're being transparent even in how they communicate on their own culture on their website. See what the jobs are available, and I think 100% do your research, know what you're talking about, see what the values that they share on that website might be in line with a position that you have interest, and being thoughtful and do your work so that you know that there's that whatever they do, and whatever you're good at, if it's a food and beverage company and they make a product that you are just really interested in, but there's a B Corp philosophy there, tie those together. And it, you know, make sure that they are aware when you when you send your resume in that, that you've connected the dots and you can reference that. I, it makes a huge difference. It does to us, and I'm sure it does to you, Mac. And why does that stand out? Because you talk to hiring managers all the time. You yeah. work at a staffing agency, so you see applications every day. When you see someone make that connection, why does that make a difference? It's the to thoughtful you? process of truly connecting the dots and doing your research as opposed to a blind resume that you send in when a company clearly has on their website who they are, what they are, and a little bit about their culture. And every time we talk to people that really start to can, can articulate that as best they can, it always makes a difference, piques their interest. And in addition to looking at a website and learning more about the company and the fact that it's a B Corp, what other kinds of research? Well, there's always Yelp, there's Google, there's all the reviews out there, the social media that we do to kind of figure out. But what's going to make a candidate stand out who's interested in working at a B Corp? What kind of research? Well, I can tell you from the amount of interviews that we do, one is always the person, just their style, their comfort, their comfort level, the ease that they, they the, way, the way they are. There's nothing more than being authentic. Authentic is the first and foremost. Secondly is, like I said, doing the research of connecting the dots. And if you can infuse a casual conversation of what you've seen on that, that web, of, of what a B Corp is and be able to talk to it in a really casual way, it always, you always stand above the, your peers and other candidates that are, that we're looking at. Values matter for, to B Corps. And mm-hmm. I imagine they matter a lot in the hiring process as well. What about technical skills? 
Those are still important, aren't they? Technical skills are, are critically important. And so they obviously, um, everything that you bring to the table with regards to your education, your technical skills, um, all that is, 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 is really tying the bow together. I just think that the B core is like, is, is the part that so many people don't know. I love when people raise their eyebrows and go, I had no idea that existed. And the opportunity to help educate somebody that this is another avenue of a platform of companies that may be of interest to, to weave your technical skills, your passion, your under, your, your value for sustainability and kind of kind of diversity and inclusion together. Anything you recommend that a candidate do differently when interviewing uh, for a job at a B Corp? Should they talk more about their values, for example? Uh, is there something that, uh, an expectation that a hiring manager might have at a, at a B Corp that you wouldn't find at a private company? Um, I think being authentic in that respect is always is a value. I think that just um, looking, I think always looking at the leaders of the organizations, these are all the things that I do myself, but making sure that you're aware of who they are using LinkedIn effectively, you know, being able to put together a really thoughtful conversation that just sets you about uh, above, you know, potentially either your peers or other candidates does make a difference. Um, I think, um, uh, you know, being able to speak to something that you've done in your personal professional life that maybe is a B core value, whether it be something health and wellness or sustainability, something along that way that just shows you that you are authentically kind of a good fit here. And I think along, let's say if you're even if you're an engineer, those skills are going to those are the hard skills that they want to make sure that you have well. Um, but I think it does make a difference. Though there are a lot of companies out there, as you mentioned, that offer these uh, that are hiring that are B corps, so about twenty five hundred, I think you said. Can somebody build a career in this sector? It's still a relatively small number. Um, yes, I think you can. I mean, obviously, you look at if you look at Portland here, we we're lucky to have quite a few B cores, and I think that you could be a leader. I mean, there's always room for leaders that um, are uh, have different skill sets that can add to that. And I think there's organizations, there's outside organizations of areas of interest. We belong to a lot of those. We attend those along with our peers, kind of kind of being ambassadors for a B core. Um, I think there's room. It's not the one and only thing in the world by all means. There's new things coming on board all the time. But I think that just not understanding what it is and looking for jobs, you would be selling yourself short. But is there a career path here, Kathleen? If you work at a B Corp, is it going to lead to a job with another B Corp or is this just a, a, a stage in a career? Uh, well, it could because there are because of the growing B Corp. Let's say if you're a food and beverage, food and beverage executive, you yes, you could very easily, I think, have a segue into another larger, maybe career path that's a B core as well. And you and with that you gain credibility that you are able to leverage your skill set of what you brought to that organization. There's definitely value to that. It's an it's another skill set that you can put on your resume. How do you recommend people get involved in the B Corp community if if they're not working for a B Corp? Oh, well, there's they because of the events that they have that um, you can go onto the website and see events, or um, you can you, it's very open. It's it's obviously very inclusive, so it's a great opportunity to come and share and see the fun and 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 what the culture's like. I think people would be really surprised that it's it's very diverse. Um, so it does speak to um, because of the nature of all the different types of organizations, it sets an interesting stage that that definitely piques people's interest. 
Well, it's been a great conversation. Now, tell us what's next for you. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate this. It's always nice to introduce people to to, to new things. Um, Bully Welch has uh, been around for 36 years, and we are an organization that really values both our candidates and our clients. We knew that we have launched a new executive search group called Agency, and it's a great opportunity to continue to do the good work we do in Portland. Well, I know people can learn more about you, Kathleen, by connecting with you by email, and your email address is k.everett at bullywelch.com, and we'll be sure to include that in the show notes. Uh, Kathleen, you've had so much great advice today about uh, working about B Corps and how to get a job with one. What What's the one thing you want a listener to remember about why you should work for a B Corp and how to do it? Um, with all the other things that I talked about, I think just being open-minded and continue to grow in the knowledge that companies are changing and hopefully we get away from good and bad, that we all just do great work. Values matter at a B Corp. So do results. And that's why managers at these mission-driven companies ask job applicants behavioral questions. Do you have your answers ready? Get your free copy today of 100 Behavioral Interview Questions You Need to Know. Go to maxlist.org slash questions. Again, that's maxlist.org slash questions. Next week, our guest expert will be Brandon Laws. He's the marketing director at Xenium HR and the host of the podcast, Transform Your Workplace. At many companies, a computer, not a human being, reviews and ranks job applications. Brandon will share his advice for how you can beat these applicant tracking systems and get your resume in front of a hiring manager. I hope you'll join us. Until next time, thanks for letting us help you find your dream job. Uh